where nostalgia and wonder abound. Folks flock together, admiring the mighty, the marvelous, the super. Have you pondered how to begin your wanderings of the nerd realms? Well, hot dame. Welcome to the Dame Patrol. Your vigilant Mrs. Three are here delivering the news, cues, and reviews from across the geek world. Get a move on, gals. Your vigil has begun. Hey, howdy, hey. Welcome back to another lovely episode of The Dame Patrol. And we got the woo girl here herself. It's me, Stephanie, otherwise known as your most knowledgeable dame, a.k.a. the one who woos. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, trying to be excited. I uh, still am recovering from seasonal allergies. So, you know, after going on and, you know, leaving the area, then coming back. So... Uh, you know, just trying to sound excited as I am on the inside, but conveying it through a lower register. <laughs> yeah, she's getting down there in my register, and I am your strongest dame, Herminia Sosado. You guys also know me better as Minnie. And like Stephanie said, we are talking about another interview and another fantastic dame that we interviewed down at Emerald City Comic Con. But before we get to that, we got to talk about our essentials here. Goodness. So one of those essentials is Empire's Comics at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. Come say hi to Ben. Say hi to the pugs. Get your comics. Uh, see are the art creators on the wall. See what the new hot specials are. And uh, also getting ready for that free comic book day coming up in May. So, you know, check that out. And then our other sponsor, Quillanique Alchemy on the Etsy. You can go Google. Wow. You can look them up on Google <laughs> and you can look them up on Etsy. Just type in Quillen Alchemy. They will pop up. They've got fantastic fandom inspired scents for yourself, your friends and your oil factory. And they're just such fresh and fantastic smelling scents. Um, I know that you and Amy and our producer Dan have gotten scents from them. I am probably going to get the Paragon scent from mass effect because i mean come on look at me i'm a paragon um but to get yourself a discount if you want to also get the paragon scent use the code hot dame for 15 percent off your purchase indeed all right so shall we uh you kind of spearheaded this interview effort so do you want to introduce our guest uh yeah i definitely can so today we are bringing you an interview that again we did at emerald city comic-con when we were down in seattle with a fantastic artist her name is irene flores and she in case that is not a name that's familiar to you she was the inker for booms hi-fi fight club or heavy vinyl as it is now known as it is now known because they were going through naming conventions when it was coming out initially now that's a trade form it's heavy vinyl. Yes. So if you want to find this uh, or if you want your local comic book store to look it up, it is under heavy vinyl. Remember that. Yep. And it is uh, essentially all girl fight club uh, in a record store. And there's some romances between ladies. So oh, good. That's very intriguing for me personally. But it is just a really well done story. So definitely check that out. Um, and Irene, I, surprisingly enough, I didn't realize this. We ended up talking to her a lot at the convention. She was also one of the original American manga artists for Tokyo Pop. 
Yeah, so uh, that may ring some bells if you were in the nerd scene in the early, uh, I guess, early 2000s now, ain't it? Um, or, you know, uh, maybe browsed your uh, half-price books or your dimples and saw some this company that you don't know in all their manga. But Tokyo Pop was an American distributor of manga. They had a ton of the best licensing at the time, but they also spearheaded an initiative where they brought in American, or even I remember there was an Australian that was brought in too. Basically people creating their own comics and they gave them a platform. Uh, but things were not all together on the business side of the company it eventually folded and it did a lot of not bueno stuff with uh the rights that the artists uh retained but irene was lucky enough that she her book which was mark of the succubus actually did finish all three issues it's a fun little book it was very good yeah well it was very surprising for me i had no idea that she had worked for tokyo pop and then surprising for stephanie because yeah. as soon as we heard about that you brought you just like brought up Mark of the Succubus. Yeah, I was like, because we were talking and she's like, oh, yeah, I work for Tokyo Pop. And I was like, you did. And I was going through my mental list because I was actually a really big fan of a lot of the American st uh, stuff that the writers brought. And for some reason, I think it clicked. I was like, if she's not this person, it has to be Mark of the Succubus. And indeed it was it was actually a really cool book <laughs> yeah and she was very excited that someone actually remembered mark of the succubus mm -hmm. so we got you irene we remembered all your stuff and actually surprisingly enough irene and i have continuously been crossing each other's past paths for the past god five or six years again i've talked on the podcast before that i have done convention security and Irene has tabled at, in artist alleys in a bunch of conventions that I've gone to. And I've either freaked out and bought some of her stuff because her stuff is amazing. Mm -hmm. Her comic art is fantastic. Or uh, I've helped her out by just like giving her bathroom breaks and like sitting there at her table so she can go get food really fast. Uh, and I didn't realize that she was doing Boom Studio stuff now until we crossed paths at ECC. Yeah. So... You know, let that be a lesson to you guys. Like we've said before, treat the artists and guests in general like people. Mm -hmm. They really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. And in our case, we fostered a connection that led us to this point because we were hanging out at ECC and also we got to talk to her one on one, which was really great. Yeah. Um. All right. We're going to bring this to you now. Hey, past me. What you got for us? Hello there, dames, dans, and all lovely in between. This is Minnie, your strongest dame here, live from Emerald City Comic Con, as you can hear the ambiance around me. Lovely nerds are lovely. And I am here with Irene Flores, very awesome name in my history. I was very surprised that I didn't even remember that she was on a book that I loved. But Irene was the anchor for Heavy Vinyl from Boom Studios. Hi, Irene. Hello. I, I did like the woo thing. I'm a, like a woo girl thing. Oh, like a con woo. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I think they're letting in the the peeps in early for Artist Alley, like because this line is out of control. But hello, everybody. <laughs> that that it was a little awkward, but it's okay. okay. It's okay. It's a con. There's always some awkward. It's okay. So, what interested you for Heavy Vinyl, like? Did Boom come to you or did you kind of get some information about the story? Um, so I had been kind of working on and off with Boom. Um, the first things that I got approached for were actually very much not the style of heavy vinyl. 
um, they asked me to do some um, variant covers, first of all, for uh, The Amazing World of Gumball, which, you know, from Cartoon Network, so it's a very different style. And then they asked me to do um, some shorts for the, uh, uh, oh my gosh, the uh, Finn and Jake, what was that show? Oh my God, Adventure Time, oh, okay, sorry, I'm not fully awake yet. But um, so yeah, I did some shorts for Adventure Time. And on and off, they would ask me to kind of like pinch hit and do some inking, and I feel like maybe they realized I was uh, pretty fast and also um, uh, kind of like pretty easygoing in terms of like deadlines because I'm, I'm fully freelance. So um, they approached me for heavy vinyl because the artist, Nina Vakueva, who was probably going to be originally, I think, was going to be doing the full on pencils and inks, um, had some wrist problems. So um, they needed to bring someone in to help. So um, they asked me and uh, it was like going to be for the whole series. And I was like, cool, I have time. Let's do it. <laughs> so I was like, thanks, guys. So I was in. <laughs> and um, They pitched me the story and I was like, yeah, this seems really interesting, too. So, yeah. There. That's awesome. That sounds really cool. And we... Did some quick talking uh, on the side the past couple of days because we've been here for a few days. Um, you learned to be pretty fast with inking and just sketching in general uh, in terms of a professional project because of a previous project, right? In terms of working with a previous publisher? Um, well, I've done like a lot of uh, things before, you know, like m my very first job was uh you know I like I, I did uh, a graphic novel for Tokyo Pop so that was my first job and I was like I feel like I was pretty slow because I wasn't you know uh I didn't know how to work on deadlines yet I didn't know how to uh like I was working another full-time job so it was like a real like learning curve and I've been like learning as I go and I think like the biggest thing that I learned in terms of you know doing comics for clients or um working on deadlines is the fact that um things can't be perfect. So it's like, you do the work, it looks good, leave it alone. Like it is what it is. Um, so I, I'm sorry, I'm really distracted by the announcements because I feel like I need to listen to announcements. But, um, but yeah, um, I basically kind of like learned to uh, work around like my own insecurities about art. And I was like, this looks good. This is workable. I don't need to do everything I need to do because there's also like inkers involved. There's also like letterers. And like, if I try to make it more involved, they're going to cover it with text anyway. So it was just like a whole thing about um, like also just managing my time better. So as like, as I progressed, I kind of um, got better and faster and just like switched the way I work in terms of like switching from like traditional to fully digital. Um, so I think that helped as well. So now I can pretty much do a pretty quick turnaround in terms of inking. Um, I feel like, yeah, if I, if it's like a pretty um, involved page, it'll probably take me like two days, but usually I can do it in like a day. So I feel like that's pretty quick. Look at you leveling up through the art ages. So, okay. Partle, like kind of a parting shot question for you. You've been doing stuff you were with Tokyo Pop. And at this point, it's kind of weird for the both of us to think that that's ages ago, but God, it's like ages ago with Tokyo Pop. And you've also been doing the, you know, Artist Alley scene for a while as well. So do you have any, uh, any words of advice for like artists that are either doing the Artist Alley thing and then want to get their art out there? 
Um, I feel like when I talk to kids who are like really into kind of like pursuing art as like more of a career, they just want to like learn how to, you know, they, they don't know where to start. Um, I feel like if you really want to pursue it and people talk about like school all the time, um, I think, you know, art school in a way has kind of, um, because of like technology and things, I almost feel like art school was maybe necessary back in the day because you you had to go someplace to like learn particular things. But I feel like depending on like your chosen field in art, um, if you want to be like a comic book illustrator, no one cares if you go to school. And I feel like you have so many resources that you can find online that you can do like research or like you can learn stuff and you can, um, you know, take online classes or you could go to community college for your like, you know, um, fundamentals and stuff. Um, I would actually say that if you were gonna do anything, I would uh, um, really um, push people to take a, a business class. Um, specifically, if you can find, like I was lucky enough that in my community college, there was a, an artist actually, a fairly su successful artist who managed to, um, he, he got licensed by, uh, by Starbucks to kind of like put his like paintings of like coffee cup series into like cards. So it was a great class that he taught. It was like an art business class because I feel like when you are a creative and you're very interested in, you know, art and animation and all that, that is something that you will pursue on your own. You like, you will find the resources if you're like hungry and you really want to like learn. Uh, I feel that part's easy, but I feel like the hard part is uh, learning to read contracts, learning to, uh, talk to clients and send emails and um, kind of just basically presenting yourself to people. So I would I would push more for that for people. And if you wanted to kind of do things like Artist Alley, I would say um, it's kind of boring, but research, like research, you know, the venue, the kind of con it is, if you feel like your art style would go with it, like all of that. It's like all the information is out there for you. You kind of just have to find it. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's it's so funny because like I feel like you know in terms of uh, actual artwork, um, yeah, I don't really have that much advice because I feel like people will be able to pursue that part. I think that part not like I I'd say it's easy in quotation marks, but it's the part that we're all interested in. But yeah, the tricky part is everything else, <laughs> the business part of it, I guess. So that's kind of my parting shot, I guess. No, that is awesome. Thank you so much, Irene. That bringing the hard hits, because you need that. A lot of artists don't talk about that because it is difficult for them. And you want to be able to make things a little easier for going on, because now you're kind of becoming the Yoda. Oh, my God. Um, I'm like 900 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and like, really, I am tiny, though. So thank you. I appreciate it. Well, and thank you, Irene, for the interview. Well, looking forward to seeing what you do in the future. Thank you. Well, Minnie, that was some great interviewing, if I do say so myself. Oh, goodness. Thank you. It was quite lovely, and it was definitely on the scene. Uh, I'm oh, sure yes. you'll get some ambiance of uh, people in the background, but it's okay. It's like you felt like you were there yeah. in the CC. That was last day of the convention, too, yeah. and uh, right before Artist Alley opened, so you had everyone waiting to get in. Yes, which uh, if you've not been to ECC or looked up stuff about it, the artist alley is not like tacked onto the end but of like an exhibitor hall like a lot of other shows. No, 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 no. It's an entire floor. So if you're on the floor for artist alley, you're there for the artist. And 
Ooh, was it bumping? Oh, yeah. It was amazing. They had so much talent in the same room. Uh, and just, it was just really, really cool because you would go, like, just everyone, some, a lot of these big names were mixed in with all these just other artists that you'd find at your local convention. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Yeah. It was very fun to, like, walk around and do that. And then also... Uh, to talk and again touch base with Irene I really loved her last answer there Um, oh yeah that was that's really cool you don't hear that from a lot of artists that give you that frank answer of yeah art's important and yeah develop that but I mean you gotta look into business stuff you have to look out for you oh yeah and just just really important like if there's something you're passionate about um, and it's like, for instance, not business, like let's say it's art or something creative. It's really good to maybe go and take like something to get yourself acquainted with also learning business because you are going to be dealing with people in business. That is they, and you want to be, have uh, I guess an equal footing in that thing. You don't, you, you know, look out for yourself, baby artists. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is power, creatives. Not just how cool your creative stuff is, but also how cool your mind shield is. Yeah. Just imagine a brick wall. That's how people <laughs> can't get into your mind. Okay. <laughs> I learned that's, that here at Dave's R&D. That is, that's a metaphor we went for, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I guess we should go. We should probably try and meet up with Amy on the Dame Jet. Yes, on the Dame Jet, and Amy's been busy, but we're going to reunite the Danes. Yes. Yes. Reassemble. Reassemble, gather our full power together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, all right. So, remember, geeks in distress. No need to light the signal. We're, we're always, always on, on patrol. patrol. See you guys. <laughs>